One especially great example of a group with utopian aspects is the Urban Farming Institute of Boston. The UFI of Boston was founded in 2011 in Mattapan, and it services the greater Boston area and the neighborhoods around Mattapan. It's received grants from Governor Charlie Baker and the state to continue its work with food security programs and healthy lifestyle programs. They have a heavy focus on black, indigenous, and people of color. And they became well-known in 2020 when they started their COVID emergency provisions program. So between October 2020 and April 2021, the UFI of Boston was able to deliver 4,650 meals to the community. And they grew over 15,000 pounds of food to distribute either for free or at a very low cost. In November of 2021, UFI provided 250 families with full Thanksgiving dinners. These practices and the programs they run all contribute to moving towards an ecotopian society in the greater Boston area, and they're crucial to supporting the families who live in these areas. Another practice that the UFI maintains is their pay-what-you-can produce bags. Now, on Fridays uh, in the afternoon, in a farmer's market setting, families can come fill up bags with fresh fruits and fresh vegetables, and they don't have to pay. They can pay as much as they want to, um, but there's really no pressure on them to pay. And that helps hugely with dealing with food insecurity, especially for families with many members, many kids, because they don't have to change their diet based on how many people they're feeding. Maybe they can afford more food if it's an unhealthier variety from a fast food store versus only affording one or two people's worth of food if they're going to an organic market or a, a farm to get fresh produce. So this system really, really benefits people of low socioeconomic status, people with large families, and it helps care for their whole person because it takes a lot of the stress off of those families. And on that, on that topic of caring for the whole person, the UFI offers a lot of fitness programs and a lot of mindfulness programs. So they call this Fit Around the Farm, where they have classes uh, where yoga is offered, where they have free weights and aerobics. And they even continued this over Zoom during COVID, where they had instructors hold classes a couple times a week that people could log into and work out along with at home. And that really was something that helped a lot of people stay sane in, in quarantine and throughout the pandemic when maybe they couldn't get out to a gym or they had a lot on their mind and just needed a few minutes to de-stress. And the thought of an ecotopia isn't just about food. It's a large part of it, but it is about caring for that whole person and making sure people are healthy and cared for and have food on the table uh, because all of those are very, very important things to make sure that people can, in a community, live a, a healthy and happy lifestyle. One of the main services that the Urban Farming Institute of Boston provides is their on-site raised bed program. 
So in this program, families uh, that live in the area can come use a plot in a raised bed uh, to grow food and harvest it themselves. And UFI will provide all of the tools, they'll provide all of the seeds, uh, the gardening equipment, and the teaching and expertise as well on how to do the farming of those crops. And that really forms a sort of pocket utopia in the sense that it's a condensed system running in a sustainable manner that serves as a model to other communities. Now, Boston is certainly not the only place in the world with an urban farming program, but a lot of urban farming programs benefit alongside the actual growing of the crops from the teaching that those programs do to help citizens grow crops on their own. Maybe they have a rooftop, maybe they have a little plot in a yard that they can then take that knowledge that they've gained from participating in these types of institutes and use it to go improve their home lives and maybe teach it to their neighbors and teach it to their families and passing it along um, for the betterment of their lives and to benefit their neighbors' lives is one of the core tenets of that ecotopia that we're striving to form with institutes like these. The Urban Farming Institute also helps promote and celebrate local chefs and food through their programming. Uh, for example, Chef Otto Jamas, who emigrated from Guatemala to Boston in 1995, worked in multiple different kitchens in Boston and was then accepted to a high-profile culinary school in Lima, Peru. So he attended that culinary school and mastered Peruvian cooking there. And upon his return to Boston, he founded Lima Union, which is a catering company focused on Peruvian cuisine. And UFI not only gives individuals the opportunity to learn from Chef Jamas, it also provides a platform on which Chef Jamas can have the space to share his cuisine and promote his business, and, and many others like him can do the same thing. And this combination of education and fun, as well as support for local individuals, is a great example of the collectivistic sense of Ecotopia, where the community and UFI give Chef Jamas a platform and publicity that helps him maintain his livelihood and keep Lima Union going and keep it thriving in the food business. And he, in turn, gives the community knowledge of Peruvian and Guatemalan food and culture that they can put to good use in their own lives. The Urban Farming Institute also hosts book talks with all ticket proceeds benefiting the farm and its programming. And they invite authors with books about urban farming, specifically authors of color, uh, and one of the books they did recently was Freedom Farmers. Uh, so they had Dr. Monica T. White, the author, come and speak about her book. Freedom Farmers is about Fannie Lou Hamer, who is an activist who purchased 40 acres of land in the Mississippi River Delta in 1967 to start the Freedom Farms Cooperative. This cooperative was a strong community that gave black farmers an opportunity to stay in the South and thrive as an alternative option to the northern migration of African-Americans. 
The book focuses on the narrative of the Black freedom struggle and the movement to embrace agriculture as a community and as a site of resistance rather than the historically oppressive and harmful institution it was. This Freedom Farms cooperative ended up growing to over 600 acres of land. I'd like to end by telling the story of Chris Mables. Chris was unemployed and homeless in the Boston area in 2013, and he was having a really difficult time finding a job due to his Corey status. Uh, Corey refers to prior arrests, convictions, and violations that are recorded and kept track of by the state. And he was approached uh, in 2013 by one of the farm trainers at UFI, whose name is Bobby Walker, um, and Bobby invited Chris out to the UFI to volunteer and try out farming and growing food. And so Chris went to the UFI with an open mind and got into the farmer training program that they offer uh, in the following year. So he graduated their farmer training program in 2014 uh, and along the way, he made a lot of friends in the program. They started calling him the Nightshade King uh, because of how much he loved growing and harvesting heirloom tomatoes. Um, and after graduating, he actually was offered a job um, working at Commonwealth Kitchen in the Boston area, which is where he's, he's still located right now. Um, and he also spoke after the fact about the improvement to his lifestyle, to his health. He lost more than 100 pounds um, because of the programs that the UFI offers about nutrition and diet and well-being. Um, and it really did change Chris's life. Um, and this, this whole story displays a shift from the thin concept of ecotopia that Alexa Wake von Mosner describes on page 171 of her book, effective ecologies to a thick concept of utopia. Um, so the UFI here pushes past a sympathetic response to an empathetic one, and that empathetic one drives action because of a sense of moral obligation. Affective empathy, empathy as a concept is central to our movement towards an ecotopia, and it is special in that we as a society reap the benefits all along the way. Every time we're able to put ourselves in someone else's shoes, we can use those feelings and those thoughts to drive action. Um, and that action may be something very small, and it could be something as simple as preparing a meal for someone or providing a bit of financial support or labor towards a good cause. But it's those tiny little actions that can build on each other. And those little gestures of goodwill are easy for the giver, and they mean a lot to the receiver. And the UFI certainly shows its ecotopian aspects in that with Chris's case and with the rest of the programs and values that they hold. <laughs>